0: Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Into the Fog. This week featuring myself, Running Man, full-time killer streamer on Twitch.tv, featuring Dan, aka Dan in a Hurry, and Alex Dids. You guys want to introduce yourself starting with the Danimal. Dan, who are you? My name
1: is Dan, Survivor Main, content creator here on Twitch.tv, Memer, Alex.
2: Uh, yes, I'm um, Alex Dids, the DVD content coordinator for Heroes Hearth, and I'm also the host of Hearth by Daylight, and I've also been a longtime streamer, both survivor and killer for uh, our game, DVD.
0: You know, I kind of cheaped out on your intro, Alex, because I've known Alex for a long time. He's been a good friend for a long time. Um, he's an outstanding dude, he comes with the highest recommendation from these fellas in the room. Um, he's the reason why Dan and I got involved with Hearth by Daylight in the first place. Uh, He is a legacy Jake main and probably gets Morried more than anybody that I know. True.
1: Handsome as well, funny. Oh, God.
0: Handsome, funny. (laughs) (laughs) I left out handsome. My God, what's wrong with me? Okay, so we're not going to dilly-dally around. We have a ton of stuff to talk about this week. Going to get right to Patch Snap Reactions, featuring three of the brightest minds in the community. Um, First things first. We got a rework on Dr. Herman. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of the new, improved Dr. Dan?
1: I like him a lot more, dude. Like, I think he's, uh, he's a way stronger killer than what he was. I think he's mid-tier now. And honestly, old Doctor was probably the second worst killer in the game. So it's kind of hard to make him weaker. I mean, I'm liking all of his changes across the board.
0: Okay, I don't disagree with any of that. Alex,
2: thoughts? I didn't know his name was Herman. That's hilarious to me. Um, he functions significantly <laughs> smoother now. Uh, I think his function before was very clunky that you had to switch back and forth between the two different modes. is a little silly. So he's in a significantly better place now.
0: Absolutely. So as a as a player, I would say, I think I probably have, of the three of us, the most hours played as Killer. Um, given the content that I make, you guys know that I play Requests, which means that I play a lot of Killers that I don't feel like playing. And uh, one of the killers that I felt like playing the least was the Doctor. He was before this patch at the bottom of my tier list. Oof. Prefer, I mean, not the, t- I mean, the bottom of the tier list, but worse than that, bottom of the preference list, because the Legion's at the top of my preference list. And we know where Legion's out on the tier list. So John, obviously. Uh, yeah,
2: and you uh, probably have Doctor right above Clown, I'm sure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Clown is still, to me, I love playing Clown. Clown's top five for me as far as, <sighs> uh, as, far as prefer- pre- preference list. But in terms of the meta, uh-huh. I mean Clown and Doctor, they were vying for that big stinker uh-huh. award, right? Okay, so I am am with both of you. Um more than anything, I'm with Alex in the sense that like the the clunkiness feels gone. He's got a very like tuned kit now. You know, M2 to shock, M1 to swing, the ultimate ability as we've been calling it. Ooh, the, the
1: ultimate st- ability.
0: Hell yeah. The the control. Um I love the way he's designed. Now I think that. One of the exciting things to talk about is, and again, I think that most people know, at least me personally, and I'm going to, I don't want to speak for you guys, but you guys can can chime in either way, you know, for or against, but I don't like to make snap reactions, so you're not going to get from me uh, where I feel like he is on the medalist today. I think we need more time, both playing as him, playing against him. We all remember when Freddie initially launched, he got nerfed, what, week one? Because he was too well, strong? Was
2: brutal. Yeah.
0: Right? And then yeah. turn turns out that, you know, he ends up, Widely considered the worst killer in the game a few months later. So um, I don't want to make a snap reaction, but he feels real good,
1: right? Mm -hmm. He feels not bottom five anymore. I can say that
2: much for sure.
0: Absolutely. Now, I'll go ahead, Alex. You got something?
2: Uh, It's it's interesting, too, because we're getting him immediately with reworked Ruin. So we don't entirely know, (laughs) I mean, how well or or bad he's going to be just yet. But I could tell you um denying people pallets is a as a skill and a technique that will separate you know okay doctors from the great ones
0: you know i have a big old smile on my face and it's like i was so glad we brought alex on because i love him so much and, and i have so much respect for him but like i never even considered that not for one second and you bring such a good thing to the conversation like wow we're trying a new killer out when like a tremendous percentage of the killer meta has just like evaporated
2: For at least an early
0: game, right? So, like, trying to make a decision on where he's at, like, I mean, you can make a case for, like, killers that never got touched in this patch being different now than Ruin. I mean, Trapper is is widely considered reliant on Ruin for early game, uh, just off the top of my head, right? Hag on some in some circles is considered relying on ruin for early games so they're gonna get a little bit of a shake right i mean that's wild dude thank you for that that's something to think about so that and that also god you're so good alex that parlays us into the (laughs) next into the next thing on the list hex ruin dan
1: talk to me about hex ruin hex ruin as a perk honestly for anyone that actually really really needed it, can't use it anymore. The bottom five killers cannot use like I don't, it's just not good. They're just not good with new ruin. If you're top five, you can use it, but I mean, top five would have won anyway. So new ruin's kind of not very good for most uh, most killers. Most killers.
0: Alex, thoughts new ruin?
2: Uh, well, I I think I I'm I'm very happy with the change because it it's like uh before people looked at it as an infinity stone. Like, it's just something that you must have within your, you know, your four perks. It's like, you know, you're going to set up your perks. You're like, all right, I got barbecue. I got hex ruin. Now I've got two perks to work. Every
0: build, right? Every build's foundation, barbecue ruin.
2: Right. And now it's it's a change people don't like because people just just don't like change in general. But after a while, it's going to open up people's imaginations to like, well, what if I experiment with this? Or what if I try this? And, you know, and that's something that you... You do, Doug, on your stream all the time. Is that you're you're always experimenting with different perks, and it's I love that because people need to, you know, loosen up a bit and, and feel more open minded to just trying out different things in D B D. and And now, basically, the devs are like, "Well, here you go," because now now you're going to be trying out different stuff. See what works.
0: That's great. I agree a hundred percent. And that's gonna like, Deanna, It really makes me wonder though. What what is this? What it was like in the beginning without ruin
1: the beginning dude
0: so i'm a little bit less um a little less down on ruin now that i got a chance to play with it more and like you talked about my content means that i play weird stuff and i try out stuff that may not be on on meta and i played quite a few games today with ruin i had one specific game with ruin i was playing as oni on leary's and ruin actually carried a win for me today like 100 percent it was keeping gens that were on the edge of popping from popping for the longest time. Now, granted, New Liries is a very good map for totems. And granted, New Liries Survivor Mains have not memorized the totem spawns yet. But it gives me this sort of thought that like given them given some time, uh, where ruin's going to come out of the meta. Like they're the the foundation will no longer be barbecue and chili and ruin. That's just a fact. Like it doesn't benefit every every single killer, whether it was top five or bottom five, Dan mentioned this, like benefited from running Ruin. And now not so much, right? And and when you're a bottom five killer, you can't afford that perk slot. Um, given some time, as hex perks start to come out of the baseline meta, survivor mains are going to probably stop baseline looking for totems right out of the gate. I mean, this is just a speculation. But given some time, also the devs continuing to work on the uh the, the totem spawning like what's the what's the word for it the rng but there's like a word for it like the the internal whatever system that you choose anybody want to chime in here any you brainiacs want to chime in not, here?
1: I, I have nothing to say on that
0: you guys don't know what i'm
1: talking about I'm, i've lost them boys i've do, lost do. them no maybe- i
2: i just no i i get what you're saying no um i think uh the dependency on hex ruin for for people was unhealthy because it's it's feast or famine and uh it would literally like you like you said the phrase uh, carry the game for you um that's that's nothing should be that way for survivor or killer there shouldn't be any one perk that's just like oh it just carried the game for me um it it should be a challenge to figure out what works and what's different and continuing to adapt to the circumstances because you know hex it's a hex perk it always will have that opportunity that it gets destroyed within the first few seconds absolutely and i mean you run the rest of the game without that perk but people don't want to look at it that way but it's always been that way and it's if you don't have to run hex rune you could literally insert like 90 95 of the other perks plug that in and you have a perk that won't die within seconds finally so you, like, can within right of, you can get value out of you
0: get you can value out of monsters shrine friendly you know get your basement value
2: yeah absolutely so well, come I, on guys
0: how I, I don't know how much i know for a fact that dan played quite a bit today of survivor um i don't know how much you've played alex since the patch drop, but have you guys noticed any like major changes in game times have you guys noticed any major like effects from ruin not being around anymore
1: a lot more sluggers for sure i'm, I'm getting slugged down a significant uh as an object of obsession user, I notice myself getting slugged up a lot more. <laughs> like, like, even the fact that I use that perk, it only happens sometimes. I, I haven't taken object off for weeks. And then these last few days, I've been I've slugged like half my games. So you're saying like,
0: like you're saying that the yeah, game lengths are taking longer because everybody's on the damn ground all game. And so people can't work on gens. 100 okay. percent So that's that's something to keep an eye on um moving forward, just in terms of like What's it going to do to play styles? Like, now, I I think we talked about last week the the expectation that no-ed was going to make a big rebound because of, uh, obviously, people feeling like, oh, if I can't finish the game in five gens, I'll finish the game. After five gens, uh, I did not play a substantial amount of survivor um, to really, like, get an idea. I didn't see a lot of no-ed, I guess is all I'll say. Like, since the patches dropped, I have not seen very much no-ed. And so that doesn't seem to be a thing. Um, I played a lot yesterday of Survivor and did not notice an uptick in slugging, but anyone who's ever watched me or played Survivor with me knows that for whatever reason, I get slugged a lot anyway. So, um, Alex, do you Ooh,
2: have any? <laughs> big fan. Yeah, <laughs> big fan. Big the, <laughs> fan. The, uh, the Survivor queues have been longer, and so I haven't played Survivor as much, but the games that I did play as Survivor, at the end of the game, I think I saw four people in a row with No-Ed but the game never got to no-ed territory. So it's it's funny because... Survivor's you know, out of game, by the way. Yeah, we, yeah they're so worried about, you know, <laughs> the gens getting rushed that quickly, but then they ended up winning before it could even be an option. So it was kind of ironic in that fact, like, looks like you still can actually win the game without Hex Ruin, you know? Imagine yeah. that.
0: One of my biggest concerns so. was that with the advent of Ruin Disappearance, um, game times would be at an all-time low. Survivors would be "quote unquote" gen rushing, not a construct that this podcast supports, but <laughs> a thing. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, they'd be going out and trying to do gens real quick with toolboxes. I had two games today that ended in a in a in a in a manner that I felt like, wow, that was a fast game. And I mean, I streamed I streamed a game for seven seven hours, seven and a half hours, and in seven and a half killer matches, or seven and a half hours killer matches, I had two trials. And my cues are instant right now. So killer, killer, well, there okay, we'll get into the matchmaker later. Sorry. I don't want to say the cues were instant. We had a couple of, <laughs> had a couple of bugaboos. But what I'm saying is um, out of all the games that I played in over seven hours, all killer, I had two matches that ended earlier than I felt like was reasonable. And
1: and
0: and and honestly, like that's in keeping with averages. Pre and ruin. Now again, I don't run ruin consistently, so maybe this is a matter of me just being used to it. I don't know, but we'll continue to look at that moving forward. Um, I don't want to spend too much time talking about the gatekeeper emblem. Um, do you guys have anything? I, I, I've definitely noticed that the gatekeeper emblem is less punishing. Um I've gotten gold I've gotten golds and eeries where before I would have gotten bronze and silvers, which overall has led me to I rocked up into the red ranks for the first time in a couple weeks today playing with the new Gatekeeper Emblem is it makes the game a little easier to rank up in, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, any
2: other... Well, de- Alex? Yeah, I was about to say, um, they have, they're have. they trying to shift the narrative on, like, winning. I, like That's what I'm starting to get from these changes, like, the vibe is that, like, well, hey, maybe it's not getting a 4K, maybe you can kill two people and you could pip up, you know, if they're making changes like this to make it easier to rank up, because... As as the killer player, you're you're it's all about yourself. I mean, if you look at other video games in general, there aren't many games where it's you that I can think of off the top of my head. It's it's you against other people and you have to rely on yourself. So there's a lot of self-pressure. And at the end game, there's no one else to defend you or back you up but yourself. So, you know, when you're survivor, you have at least other people to back you up or, you know, you can rely on as a safety net, but with with killer, it's just it's all on you and whatever happens it's on you so if if killers are pipping up you know because this you know this uh gatekeeper emblem change great sounds good to me
0: right so first of all i feel a little attacked because as a killer man you're telling me all about you like i mean come on man
2: (laughs) i mean think i mean when you think about it it's it's tough
0: yeah it's fine you know whatever man i guess i'm a narcissist now like No, I'm just playing. No, I'm being being facetious. I I agree 100% with what you're saying. And uh, yeah, it sounds like Gatekeeper Emblem being a little like, like you said, shifting the narrative of what a win looks like, shifting expectations into before it was the game starts, two gens are done. Well, there goes my Gatekeeper Emblem. Now the game starts, first chase, two gens are done. Okay, I'm back where we were last patch now with three gens up. I'm still earning points as if no gens were finished two weeks ago. So you know this is going to give me a little bit of a buffer everybody said well room is just to slow down the early game well there you go like early game now from a pipping perspective doesn't matter now not everybody weighs and that's the one of the one of the beautiful things and one of the frustrating things about this game that we love so much is that everybody is free to interpret a win as anything they like so like whereas a lot of people look at pipping safe pipping not pipping as win tie loss other people are only happy with a 4k apparently true, right. some people are only happy with a 4k with five gens up
2: based on the way the community yeah. feels sometimes um, that's funny true funny but true right and, and the so, thing is, is oh i was just gonna say and the thing is is like it, it doesn't matter who you are when you play killer when you hear multiple gens go off at the same time you, in the back of your mind you're just like oh shit yeah <laughs> like it's just, here we go it's, yeah it's just hard it's just a hard thing to so now you have to just kind of be like all right whatever happens happens i'm just gonna you know play this out the best i can
0: yeah, and we'll talk about further. Like, uh, apparently, I'm hearing some rumblings, and I'll, I'll check in with you guys later. But that the devs may have hinted to some changes to Ulbox's um, day, or
1: oh yeah. yeah, they did sit in the Q and A. So that, yeah, we'll we'll touch
0: on that later. We'll talk about the Q and A. But um, all right, so next topic: Snap reactions. Did either of you get a chance to play as or versus the Oni? Uh, we'll start with Dan. Uh-
1: I actually got a, quite a few Onis on the first day, as much as I did Doctors, and they 100%, for the most part, were running Infectious Fright. They were trying to, uh, that's why I was running Calm Spirit, does counter Infectious Fright. Right, of course. And they were trying to slug uh, a lot of the time. But, but I, what, what I wanted to really, to,
0: what I'm what, oh, sorry, what I really wanted to get into on the Oni is how do you feel running versus the Oni? Uh, has it changed at all now that they've kind of, overtune the flick a little bit more, like they've up up turned, they've like tuned up how how much you can flick at the end of his power. Did it seem like it he's stronger? He seem, seem weaker? Does seem like how how do you feel about imbalance? He seems a
1: little bit stronger, but I think he's at a really good spot. I, I didn't feel like he was getting some amazing hits through vaults, but that does tend to happen. But as a flicks go, I didn't feel like he was overpowered when he was a few patches ago. Okay, so balanced. Okay, that's great. And Alex, do you have any anything
0: to chime in on this?
2: Well, um, I haven't really seen him around much. <laughs> I still haven't really seen him around too much. I mean, I feel like he's uh, he's just not extremely popular. Maybe he'll make a stronger, you know. Maybe it'll take some time for him to kick back up. I know infectious fright, monitoring abuse. That combo makes him very like bam, bam, bam. You won the game. Um, but no, I. <laughs> I'm glad they they made him better because when I did try him out after those changes, he felt dreadful. So Yeah, agreed. Complete... Uh, okay. I don't know if I should say if I feel hopeful or not, he should come back because it's like, I don't know if I, if I want my, you know, everyone to get slugged on the first minute or what. So It's a tricky, like, I don't, yeah. I'm like, great, he's back? Question mark? I don't know. It's yeah, tricky. see, Oni,
0: Oni is a lot like Hillbilly in that sense that, like, you, you feel like, He's one of those killers that has it in his kit. Outside of like maybe Eerie Huntress, he's one of the few that has it in his kit to just end a game in the first like two minutes. Right. Like if the, if everything falls in his way and he's like dropping dropping big stankers and the, the survivors aren't playing well, like all of a sudden they're all on the ground. And I was watching one of the bigger one of the bigger killer streamers the other night play Hillbilly, and he was commenting on the fact that like it's it's almost like not okay that this can happen. He had everybody on the ground in like the first minute of the game. You know, it's mm-hmm. similar with the Oni like, Oni's a little weaker in the sense that he has to actually like qualify his instant he has to power it up but with the right add-ons man and this guy and the, and the team and the map the way it is I mean, we, we play a game, we love a game with a lot of RNG but with the map the way it is survivors the way like, there's the possibility that an Oni can have the game won in the first minute or two based on you know mm-hmm. fall in the right way so that kinda, that's kind of rough. Now I, I haven't played I played one game against Oni and I was I was doing a segment game where I was memeing and it might be the best survivor match I've played on stream. Like I was spinning this guy like it was his first game. And so that's like my only experience playing against the Oni. So I don't want to chime in on that end of it because I haven't really – all I ever see is Ghostface and Spirit now. I swear to God. But like <laughs> I didn't play against Oni. But I played a lot of Oni games in the last two days. And I will say that for me, a person who like – again, I have a lot of hours – but I don't consider myself to be like an upper tier killer player. I consider myself pretty well like true talent matched at rank five, rank four. Like I'm right on the edge of being a red rank killer player. You know, I'm purple rank for life kind of thing. Um, Oni is so much easier for me to play. Like I am hitting, I am hitting flicks that I did not know I was capable of hitting on live servers against live survivors in the red and purple ranks. So to me, I'm very happy because I don't think the change puts Oni in that top five tier, but I think it pulls him to a place where he's he's viable to me. And that's just my snap reaction. And again, just like I said, I didn't want to make long-term snap reactions about the doctor on day one, day two. I don't want to make that kind of statement about Oni, yeah. but I will say that Oni's coming up on my favorites list in terms of play because he's actually like feels fun, feels punishing, feels a little easier to do well with. and And for a guy... Who isn't the best, I like easy.
2: Yeah, i I, I'll be honest. Like I'll never probably play him again because he's just too obnoxious on the load screen. Like he's just always like I'll go to try and buy some cosmetics for him, and he just can't stop like losing his shit. And like his like I can't see what sword he has in his hand, and I'm just like, dear god, man. I'd
0: I'd unmute myself because I was laughing so I was coughing, dude. Like, I'll I'll just (laughs) never play him again. I'm sorry, he sucks, he's annoying. Like, that's so funny. That's true. Seeing stars over here, that's so good. All right, so the the Rift. We're talking about the Rift, right? The patch brought us Rift 1, just launched today. They had a one-day delay. Um, I don't want to spend a whole ton of time on the Rift, but I am very happy with the current offerings. Um, My day one, I don't know if we've gotten leaks of Tome 2, 3, and 4. I don't think we have. I haven't seen anything. But the initial tome one seems pretty, seems pretty tome one e. It's very simple, very easy. I'm three quarters very, of the way done.
2: Yeah, very minimum things you need to complete. Like it's like we we'll do one dead heart in a game. It's like okay, it's just,
1: yeah. So we'll don't, you, don't you have to buy Jane for part of the rift? Though I heard some people were like talking about that.
0: Dan, yes, uh, it, you can. You can if you want to extrapolate. You can, or we can just throw this to the to the field. But yeah, a, a surprising. Turn of events is that there are DLC characters that are uh, that are on the tomes now, which means that there are going to be people that are paywall locked out of completing certain tome challenges. Um, do we want to talk about that at all? Or
2: I mean, to be fair, I think those are the ones that are on the outsides of the the, the path, right? Yeah,
0: like they're not complete. required for completion.
1: True. Yeah, so true. I mean, I mean, you can just s- play the game, right? You don't you don't actually need to go to the tome, right? Can you just like get the experience passively? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then again, like if
0: you look at the tomes, the way the progression, you can progress to the end of the tome without ever doing a DLC character specific challenge. So, I don't think I don't have a problem with it. It's not making it's not making the tomes pay to win. Um there's so still... you
2: can you got iridescent shards or whatever, you can pay. You can this was like 5,000 per character like in-game True. currency.
0: True. They yeah. haven't they, they it's not like they're throwing a, a DLC. You don't have a Quentin Challenge in there, right? Like, not that I know of, right? Like, you don't need to pay a paid DLC, no shards DLC hasn't hit right. the tomes yet. So, not I, a problem. I, I personally am in the camp of like, this game costs $20 out of the gate, and I've got between console and PC over 6,000 hours played. Like, I got my money's worth. I'm okay with paying a couple extra bucks for the amount of content that's provided. um I know that that's not always going to be the opinion that's shared by everybody. I don't have a problem with DLC characters being included in the tome. I'll just say that.
2: I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I, I know... I, I know
1: it's no big deal.
2: Yeah, like, I, I remember when people were very upset about, you know, a battle pass in the first place, but I'm thinking to myself, I mean, these people need to get paid. Like, people need to keep jobs so that they can continue to give you the content that you want. And that's just the nature of the beast nowadays. And as far as I'm concerned, the the price and how much content you get out of it is phenomenal. And you get you get the cells back. You I've get never, a majority of the cells back.
0: I've never seen a game with this much content with this low of uh yeah. barrier, of, like barrier of entry. And it's one of those things, like yeah, you got you got these loud like pitchfork and torch carrying crowds being like, fix your servers, fix your balance, fix window hits, fix all these things. And it's like, okay, well, we we have to hire people to do that, right? Like we have mm-hmm. to it costs money. And I don't know. I, I think that I'm all for I mean, the, the battle pass, the rift, ten dollars. You know? Yeah. Ten dollars for what is it, 70 days? Yeah, I think that, that's a that's a pittance compared to the fact that I play the game probably 80 hours a week, if not more. Um Absolutely. I'm, I am sick though, and please, if you're listening, send help.
2: And it's it's funny too, because I know People like to, you know, people like to say, Oh, dead by daylight's either a casual game or, you know, it's like a party game, but I, I don't, I don't buy that notion one bit. I believe hundred percent that it's, you know, a game people pour their life into. And that's just not a casual type thing. And, um, that that's a hot take. Eating.
0: That's a hot take, Alex. That's something like, wow, we could do a whole episode around that. Like, yeah,
2: sorry, that's I just, a hot that take, bro. Th- you just made me think of that. This whole lot. No, up. it's okay.
0: It's why we bring a guy like you in here, man. You got that giant yeah, galaxy brain, making us think
2: differently. We're gonna continue this podcast, but what I just want to say, I think this game is not casual at all. I actually yeah. think it's quite the uh, serious game that people invest their lives into. I yeah, mean, I'm from- gonna. I'm gonna edit yeah.
0: that. I'm gonna edit that comment out in post-editing. I don't want to create a, a, a dumpster fight in the comments. You know what I mean? Like
2: none of that here. <laughs> Just...
0: No, so I think that outside of that, Rift looks good. The cosmetics look outstanding. Um, the fact that they included the the elephant clown in the free track was oh, like yeah. 10 out of 10. Cause you know Dude, that's gonna the be the
1: elephant clown. So
0: amazing. I can hear in your voice how thirsty you are for the elephant clown. So Dan, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
1: put a bunch of money on them. I was like, no, I have to wait, dude. I almost, was close.
0: You were gonna drop money on sales for Elephant Clown. True, I almost did. I thought about doing the same thing. I think that there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna do that. And, but outside of it being a brilliant marketing plan, the fact that like, that was a, it was like a, a crowd contest win, right? Like the somebody in, yeah. a, a community member created the idea and won, and they said, we're gonna put it in. Um, had they made that behind a paywall? I feel like that might have been looked at as kind of a skeezy move. But the fact that they put it on the free track, I mean, all I see on Twitter for the last week is people posting pictures of this clown cosmetic that people are so hyped for. And that's just like hats off to the devs for, for making that a thing that like if you own the game, you can unlock it. Like everybody's going to want to. The clown's going to be in the, in the spotlight thanks to the cosmetic. Please, if you're listening, for the love of God, clown buffs, please. I'm begging you
2: you know going back to what you just said about how it's um someone in the community made that i i what makes dead by daylight so phenomenal is that it truly is a game like by the people like it, they they do listen and they do care and i feel nine times out of ten even greater they get it right i i like i'll i get frustrated but in the end they get it right and yeah
0: that's why I love the game. Agreed, hundred percent. I mean, obviously, we love the game. We play it. We all play it in varying degrees, and then we all stream yeah. it and create content in it in varying degree. And we're all sitting around.
2: Yeah, casually. We do it casually. Yeah, we're a
0: casual game. Yeah, it's a casual. Yeah, yeah. But...
2: A few hours a week. Yeah, tops. Beautiful. Is there? Are we
0: missing anything? Did anything else happen in the patch? Um, that is, it, it warrants a conversation. Warrants any more time before we move on to the next, uh, the next subject
2: anything i heard there, i heard there was a known bug that the the plague pukes loudly or she can puke loudly but she makes more noise when she pukes yeah it's like like way louder i don't know if this is true or not like are we, are we
0: talking like loading into haddonfield loud or are we talking like
2: just ticked up i don't loud. know it's so loud oh for I so just, long just, i just like <laughs> going around puking and you just hear it across the map like i don't know is it i think i want to start playing or then i want to hear that i haven't play, heard it actually
0: Plague main damn Breaking news? Well, they
2: might have patched it, but I don't honestly,
0: know. You guys
1: maybe want to buy the Elephant Cloud. I might have to go buy them right now, actually. Yeah, I just want well to go puke now. on people. Might have to do it.
0: Okay, the only other thing that I've noticed, and I don't know if this is just a me problem or if this is like a, a rampant problem, but I'm getting the memory leak outside of just like slowing down blood webs and slowing down the, the interface. It's actually like leaking into my game and causing my $4,000 gaming PC to perform at Nintendo Switch levels. Uh, frame rates oh. are dropping. Like pixels are pixelating i'm getting a physical headache um i had to turn my graphics i'm, an, I'm gonna flex a little bit i'm a i'm an ultra gamer that I had to turn down to low because in ultra i was well. getting the memory leak every second or third game and when i drop it down to low it usually lasts eight to ten games uh but today my last game of the day was literally a nintendo switch game and i got a little frustrated i don't, I don't you guys know me i'm not a negative person but i got a little frustrated. Like just not able to mm. see anything. Everything's lagging behind. So, um, if I reset my game, if I restart my game frequently, it's not too much of an issue. But that's something I hope that they address. And if it's not, again, like I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, this, this fix your game devs. Like it could be a it could be an issue on my end. Maybe I don't know. But like, I feel like it's not happening anywhere. But dead by daylight so anyway (laughs) hopefully (laughs) hopefully hopefully like when the fix the game i expect a i expect a balance patch we are sorry not a balance patch a uh, a hot fix here soon you guys everybody knows we're not breaking news here dead decisive strikes not working perfect um it has issues with confirmed issues with doctor in tier three i don't know if anybody has experienced issues outside of tier three doctor with decisive strike
1: no actually no when i think about it no i think it's just doctor with tier three
2: yeah, And plus I don't I'll be honest, I don't run DS. I, I feign flag, DS. Flex, 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 flex. I try to make flag, it look flag. like I have it because, you know,
1: big day, big because loop, flag,
0: it's
2: a flag, coin flag, flip. Flag. It's a coin flip that they think you have it or not because sometimes... Uh,
1: you guys know where the gym's at? Also, I don't run DS.
2: Uh. <laughs> no, seriously, like, they'll, like most of the time, if it's a higher ranked killer... They'll probably think that you have it and then back off anyway. Otherwise, they might just gun it for you, and then they'll just do it. And they're like, well, guys, I want I want, to, I
0: want to, I want I want this is something that I, I mean about this a lot on the channel, but the views expressed by the guests on into the fog are not always <laughs> the same views as the broadcasters themselves. And we are talking about a person, Alex dids, who really tried to make camaraderie a thing at one point. <sighs> That's okay, that's, so
1: that did happen. You're not. If wrong. you're wondering,
0: the perk camaraderie is a teachable Steve perk from the Stranger Things DLC. Okay, Most go. of you probably don't know what that is because you've never seen
2: it or heard this of it. This is getting personal very quickly. Yeah, we love you, Alex. Hey, Alex Come so
1: on, brave, yet controversial
2: of you. So brave. So camaraderie bra- meta is incoming.
0: I mean, I'm digging the camaraderie IRL, but the perk can go ahead and we'll put that next to mantra shrine and. Woo. Uh, woo, wow. I, Honestly, like I thought of a couple other bad perks that I don't even want in the same conversation as camaraderie. So I uh, should tell you everything you need. To know.
1: Now that you mention it, there was something in the QA that that blew my mind. Well, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. We got the. We're gonna talk about the matchmaker, and then we'll start talking about the dev stream. Can you write a note? Write yourself a note. On, I, I got you. Pick it's up, pick zone. up, pick up that that mind. paper towel that's on your floor and just like stretch, stretch I it gosh. out, and then write on it. it. Yeah. So
1: good, it's gonna blow your mind. You're gonna be like, what? Okay, go on.
0: I actually hate that you did this because I want to know so bad what it is. But we got. It's so
1: good. You're gonna be. Your mind's gonna be blown, dude. Dude, the listeners. It it has to do with perks, actually. Underrated perks, actually. You're
0: not gonna forget this, right? You're gonna remember this. Did you write this down somewhere?
1: I'm writing it down. Okay,
0: write it on your hand if you have to. You just take take one of those uh, the spicy hot Cheetos that are on your desk and just kind of just just. Mm, mm. Okay, so uh, next we have The Matchmaker. I want to talk about The Matchmaker. We're not going to stay on this subject for – I know I this. I, I feel like I say things a lot over and over again. We're not going to stay on this subject too long. Uh, but because today – we're recording this um, January 23rd, uh, Thursday. I, I, did a, I put a survey out in my channel during my regularly scheduled stream just to kind of get our finger on the pulse of our community with like where you're at with The Matchmaker right now. Um, one of my mods, she's phenomenal, Larue. Uh, she put together a series of questions that uh, just to gather some data, because like I've noticed, and I'm sure the, the 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 whole crowd here has noticed, like Matchmaker is inconsistent to say the least. Like there will be times where survivor cues are an eternity. There are times when killer cues are an eternity. There are times when both sets of cues are an eternity, and uh, I, I feel like that's like if there was one issue that like if i was a fly on the wall at behavior and i could like whisper in the ears of people making cha- making decisions i would say like the matchmaker 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 cuz it's just like it affects every single player the matchmaker affects from rank 20 to rank 1 from 5000 hours to 20 hours everybody's being affected by the matchmaker and right now something feels wrong and uh, so i put out this survey and so just I feel like maybe we go through each question and kind of just spend a couple of minutes talking about it. And then we'll just kind of just talk about it in general. And then this is going to be something that I want to revisit in the next couple episodes and just continue to, to monitor the the matchmaker and kind of where our communities are at. I've been spreading again. The survey came out today. I gave it to Alex and I gave it to, to Dan. We had a limited amount of time to spread it out. Um, I would like to give it, More time so we have more data. The more data, the more information, the more we can try and deduce from it. Uh, But all right. So basically, of the people surveyed, uh, it looks like 60% play on PC. This is going to be great. I can't wait for this. 60% play on PC. 26% play on PlayStation. 7.8% play on Xbox. And 5.5% play on Switch. I mean, Xbox and Switch are, like, close. Does that, does that surprise anybody?
1: That actually is pretty surprising, I feel. That's kind of weird, actually. that's kinda, I'm pretty sure it's, like, free on, like, the, the, the Xbox Plus. So That's kind of really surprising. No yeah, mobile representation. Mm. Not
0: a single person. I, I was actually muted because I'm really good at podcasting. No, not a single person selected mobile. I don't know that... Mobile's not out of beta yet, is it? Like, I'm not in mobile. I signed up for the mobile beta and I'm not in. Like, I can't play on I
2: know mobile you, right now. You get rewards every day you log in or something. That's about it. That's, the, <laughs> that's how much I know about it.
0: Yeah. So, but are you able to download? Are you literally able to pick up your phone and play DVD mobile? I got a lot
2: of trying it.
1: I'm not yeah. I'm not I don't know. I don't know how to sign up for it to be. I, I haven't heard anyone talk about it
0: either. <laughs> Do I have like the most inept co-hosts of all time? Like, wow, you guys! <laughs> wow, you guys! Like, gross. No, I signed up for the beta like last year, trying to get in and play it. I haven't gotten in yet, and so I haven't been able to play it. I, you guys know me. I'm a, f- I'm a weirdo. Like, I like to play on everything. I literally play every every platform. I play on it. I play on Switch. I play on okay. Xbox. Play on PlayStation. I play on everything. I love it. I love this game. I'm weird. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not in mobile yet, but nobody answered mobile on the poll. But I just, to me, the, the fact that the fact that the Xbox version has been around the same length as the PlayStation version, the Xbox version has been free to play and they literally have. And again, this is just my community, Dan's community, Alex's community. Like this is a very small sample size. As of now, we're going to continue to gather data, but two percent increase in player base from switch to the xbox <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> like literally a, a nintendo basically a big game boy only has two percent less players than the xbox one like question mark anyways sorry for dogging on xbox people because i will tell you as a person who is experienced on all platforms xbox survivors are some of the best survivors i've faced as a killer player those guys go hard in the paint Twenty four seven. So hats off to my Xbox people, both of you, <laughs> both of you Xbox players that are listening. Y'all 100%. are doing, y'all are doing great. Um, which side has worse cues? Forty four percent say killer, forty eight percent say survivor, and f- seven or six point nine percent, nice, say both. So know, yeah. that's close, right? Forty four and forty
1: eight. That's actually way closer than I thought it would be. To be honest with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, and again, like. There's some there's some noise in the data, considering we're we're talking about PC and, and console players together, because I feel like there are more PC killers than console killers because of the frame rates and not needing a controller, but still very close.
2: Uh the lower rank killers have a harder time getting lobbies, and then the middle of the pack survivors have a harder time getting lobbies. So it's it's weird.
0: Yeah. I mean you seem like you seem like a person who's gone to college, Alex, so you probably know more about numbers and stats and nerd stuff than we do. So I'll yeah
2: that's keep... like the route I would like to talk about how the rank system needs to be actually like made larger instead of one to 20. I feel like it should be from one to 50 and there's 10 ranks for each shade. you know how there's like the the beige, like the green, the purple, the the yellow, and then the red feel like it's that needs to be just way more stretched out and that the when the rank reset happens you need to be sent back you know way farther so that because now we're going to get into that issue where survivors are just staying exactly higher rank where they shouldn't necessarily be there so but that's i could i could go on forever jesus alex i swear every time i talk to Alex, every time we like let alex have the mic He's like, hey, here's an
0: entire other episode we can talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. So that sounds really. He has a lot of good stuff to talk about. He does, there. right? Yeah. Open up my mind a little bit. Very, very smart man. I like you.
0: Um, Thank you. Which side do you play? Eighteen percent killer, eighteen percent survivor, sixty-three percent both.
2: Hmm, that's great.
0: I'm leaving off. I'm leaving off like point one six and point. Just so you guys know. So if you guys are doing math at home, it's not because I'm stupid. Okay, I'm just for ease of talking. So it feels Gosh, pretty. Nice. It feels like pretty even. Like we have a very like eighteen percent are like I only play killer, eighteen percent only play survivor, and then the rest are all playing both. So pretty neat. Pretty neat. So it's oh, very very evenly
2: split. And you we we need that. We need people to play Dead by Daylight, not just either one side. Because it gives you so much perspective on what someone might be going through or feeling when, you know you're getting face camped or, you know, if you're playing killer and the game's already over within the first minute or so, and you're like, I don't even know what I could do. We, we need more empathy. Agreed. agree to a hundred percent. Like I started 100%.
0: really opening my mind up. Um, once I started playing a substantial amount of survivor to like some of the stuff that I was doing was like really not good for the game. Um, mm-hmm. and so if you're listening to this and you hate me <laughs> and like, you're like, God, this guy was the sweatiest years. Like I'm reformed, Please. Give me a second chance, tell me your name, email me into the fog <laughs> podcast, at Gmail. I will write you a letter apologizing for my past transgressions. Um, know it only is gone and dead and never coming back, and I'm very sorry. Dan, uh the you, one. The Dan, call. you 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 jumped in pretty hard there, um, as far as like playing both sides, and I know that you're starting to expand on your stream into
1: more killer gameplay. Did you wanna expand on that, any Or I think that it's good to just get a handle of both sides because uh, when you only play one side the whole time, like, when certain things happen to you, it confuses you. You don't understand. I still go against survivors that when I secure another kill, even if like, it's, like, in purple ranks, they say, why did you camp me? When all five gens were done, the gates are powered, and I don't know. It's just, it's just good perspective all around. Yeah, be better, I, I hear that 100%. Yeah, you... You get some of the some of the
0: things that you get called out on as a killer and you're like, man, if you played killer for even like a season, you might understand a little bit better what you know, what what's going on. So that's great, man. I'm glad to hear that you're, I'm glad to hear that you're expanding. I know that, you know,
2: your content is outstanding, whether killer or survivor. So very cool. It's, it's like when you're in the moment, it's extremely hard to just take a step back from what you're experiencing right in that moment as survivor or killer. But then when you take a step back and you think about what that killer is doing or what that survivor is doing, you can think like, you know what, that makes sense. Or I know why they did that. I understand the reasons why they did that. So,
0: 100%. One thing that always like gets me is like when you're a survivor or a killer, you're seeing one viewpoint, one set of eyes. And there are five human beings and an entire working, changing, evolving map, like all happening. Like what may feel like a camp or a tunnel to you may have been completely unintentional on the other end or vice versa, yeah. right? So, you know, when a killer's like, these guys are gen rushing me and he's punching his computer desk, you know, a guaranteed Swift, guaranteed working together, right? Yeah. Could just be three yeah. randos, could be three people who are like, hey, dude. I don't have anything better to do. I'm going to literally hold M1 on this generator and then they just do the gens, right? Like you just like a lot of, I feel like both sides are guilty of a lot of assumptions and a lot of applied intent to things that are just a human being who's playing a video game, playing that video game.
2: And I'm sure, you know, Doug, the, uh, the accidental DS where, you know, you're streaming and interacting with chat and then you're like, you know, you don't know who just got unhooked or when or what. And then you end up getting that person while they have DS up and you're like, well, I guess, I guess I'm a tunneler now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say
0: it, I say it a couple of times a day. I say tunneling perk, by the way. But the funny thing is in a 12 hour stream, I'll say tunneling perk, by the way, maybe twice. And that's because the, 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 the sheer, like, I've, this is a whole other subject and a whole other, we should do an episode on DS. I really would love to just talk about it. But basically I would say like the amount of times I get, get DSed and I take, I mean, again, if you watch the channel, if you follow me. I don't, I don't wait out locker DSs. I don't leave people slug. I pick them up. I'll take the DS. If I tunneled, I'll take the DS. If I down you within 60 seconds, you're going to get a chance to get away when you're playing me. That's just the way it works. I'm down with that. Right? So, mm-hmm. The amount of times a day that I get surprised ds in twelve hours is like maybe two, three times a day. And you can yeah. do the math, you can do the math on the trials and how many but it's not it's not a very common occurrence for me to get d s when I didn't fudge and deserve it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So anyways, we don't want to get on that topic because we'll talk about it the rest of the time. we haven't got a chance. So um the next question was about survivor rank. It looks like about forty percent 395 percent red rank. Thirty-one point five percent purple rank, thirteen percent green rank, ten percent yellow rank, two percent brown rank. So the bulk of our of our answers were within red and purple. I mean, we're looking to like over seventy percent of our of our of our survey po- folks are in red or purple rank. And yeah, and no, do you oh, know sorry, why? sorry, sorry. This it's is, that, is sur- this is survivor rank. Sorry, this is very important. No, this is no
2: rank reset. That's why they're there. Well, that, that that's that's one reason. But what I was going to say, is because it's not a casual
0: game. People be trying to rank up, a Alex. A
2: bolt push short? Yeah, people want to play this game all the time. People want to be the best. People I don't know, man.
0: It. My counterpoint to that is that I, I am a killer main. I stream killers 60 hours a week. I play Survivor with my friends a couple hours a night. And I'm red ranked before I can blink.
1: Mm-hmm. Because playing Survivor,
0: playing the game, just playing Dead by Daylight... You rank up pretty consistently as a survivor. Yeah, but um, we'll get into the killer next because this is going to change. So red rank killer is seventeen percent, which seventeen percent survivor. Oh, sorry, forty percent survivor, seventeen percent killer in red rank. Twenty percent. It's a big jump. It's a huge jump. Twenty percent of killers are purple rank, whereas thirty-one percent. Of of survivors were in purple rank. So you got, what is that, 30, 60, 70% a red, purple killer. You're looking more like 37%, 38% red, purple. So maybe this could be an early hint into why the matchmaker struggles a bit. But I don't know. I guess it's four to one, right? If we're looking at numbers, 40% are going to be purple, red, and then like 70% of survivors, purple, red. Like you want to try and keep the ranks pretty well balanced to a four to one ratio. I don't know. Well,
2: never. Never forget when they reworked the emblem system for survivors and it almost felt near impossible to rank up. And instead of letting it sit for a while and people get used to it, they they changed it within a few weeks. And we never really got to know the full extent of that reworked emblem system because maybe that was the thing that was going to make the matchmaker work just fine. Versus what we're at now, because you know they do listen. They listen to what people had to say, and there was a lot of criticism about it. It was too tough, and so they're like, "All right, survivors, we're gonna we're gonna make it easier on you." And here we are. True. So I think I like the old emblem system. I feel
1: like the one when it was really hard. Me too. I agree. I think it made sense it. because that then then the survivors that were really 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 good could get to red ranks, and then they could go against the the killers that were also really good. Right. hmm. You
0: know, I I very much value your two opinions on this because I did not play a substantial amount of survivor back when the pipping was really hard. I mean I played casually, but I was definitely not a red-ranked survivor back then. I think I was barely a a purple ranked survivor. I feel like I bounced between purple green in the limited amount of survivor I played. So that's interesting. I would love to to dive into we'll have I guarantee you within the next few weeks we'll have a, a ranked conversation where we dive back in and considering old galaxy brain over here with the stats and numbers and, and critical thinking, maybe we'll bring Alex back in for the rank conversation. <laughs> I think you'd be a really good guest to have on yeah, for the rank conversation great. because like, I I mean, you're blowing my mind talking about 50 ranks and 10 of them. I mean, I don't, I just want to pick your brain sure. about ranks. So yeah. we'll, 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 we'll retouch this up. But basically what I'm getting at is that survivor ranks seem to be very fat at the top. Killer ranks seem to be very fat in the green, yellow range, believe it or not. Um, and so that's something to, I guess, monitor going forward. The cues now, that, how long are your cues um, where there's a problem? So only 5% of respondees said two minutes, one to two minutes, 20%, three to five minutes, 35%, six to 10, 20%, 10 to 15, 13%, 15 to 20, and then 5.5% at the 20 plus minutes. So 20 minutes. And one to two minutes are literally equally represented in this poll. Hmm. And that—that's insane. It's, that's wild, right? That's a huge shift in variance. And you got to think if this—if the statistically, like, if the ranks are all kind of smashed into one area, I mean, this it doesn't feel like the statistical noise is like outliers, right? I don't know, because like I would have voted one to two minutes. How long are queues? Although I guess like. We might need to dig more into the question because this, this can in- includes killer and survivor cues. We maybe we need to individualize killer and survivor cues for the next one. But um, it looks like the bulk of the of the cues are in the three to five and six to ten range. Which how do we feel about that? How do we feel about three to ten minutes being the standard for a party game? That's not a party game to Alex apparently.
2: Damn, that's uh, crazy. Soleil. Yeah, it it is crazy. It, it shouldn't take any longer than two minutes, three minutes tops. I would say anytime.
0: time considering the uh, considering the player base when I'm streaming is anywhere from 20 to 30,000 people. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like they got to be able to put matches together faster than that. I mean, considering that, you know, just through, I mean, we don't have data to back it up, but considering our three individual experiences, I mean, the the ranks vary so wildly in our games right now. Right. You guys are experiencing rank like wildly varying ranks or.
1: Oh 100%. Um, like 100% crazy the the low ranked killers I'm getting.
2: I was just going to say imagine a world that if you're a survivor playing against a higher ranked killer than you, your ranking would go up higher if you did better against that killer and potentially vice versa if the killer was worse than you, then your um ranking at the end of the match would affect that. Just God, I love that maybe. so much. Like I'm already like I said, I'm bringing you back for the rank
0: talk. Like <laughs> Like you're you're saying that like if you're a rank twelve survivor like rank twelve killer let's put it like real simple you're rank twelve killer you get a full red rank team all rank one to one to four and you like mm-hmm. sp- you spank him you two pip in that game like you're gonna mm-hmm. get a massive jump in rank right mm-hmm. because you just went out it's like yeah. a it's like a like an MMR reward right like you you played it yes. you, this happens to people where they they you queue up in another competitive game and like let's say I'm like you know I'm just scraping the bottom of silver and I'm you know. Matched up with a with a friend who's like right at the top of gold or getting a plat, and we Mm play against a team that's averaging you know a lot better. I'm gonna get a huge reward for winning in that game. Exactly, and then because like, and that's a good way to like really get people where they belong, right? Like, if you're a red rank survivor and you're on a team, you're constantly getting curb stomped because your 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 play style is to urban evade around the map and do gens and never get seen. You know, and your teams are getting rocked up, even though you're escaping, like maybe you don't deserve to continue ranking up, right? Like I don't it, know that's yeah it would really help
2: the the matchmaking system and um you know, it's people, yeah, like you're saying people would be where they should be, or it would help people get to where they need to be better
0: but do we think do we think that the developers look at this game like I mean, they kind of openly say they look at it more like a party game. Do they think do we do we think that they're really going to invest like that in in a matchmaker and in a rank system, or do we think that like we're kind of just going to be doing this whole what they've got in place that basically exists to give you something to do, right?
2: Outside of farm points. Um, I mean, I think when they implemented the the you know one through twenty rank system, it was just a very like, hey you guys want this, so here it is. Here's this very loose version of a rank system. You guys want it, here you go. And then they came back around to it with the emblem system and put a a better spin on it, but it's still not where it should be. Um, It doesn't matter how, if they, you know, say it's a casual game or, you know, if it's a party game, because people don't treat it that way. (laughs) People treat pipping and their rank and all of that very seriously. So it's whether if they don't do it it's it's a shame because it's just something that they're missing out on and it's something that you know they didn't pick up on that would be a nice bonus for people or you know a nice feature of the game that people could really invest further into i'm gonna get away from the matchmaker and the rank
0: topic here pretty quick but i will say that like one thing that i would throw out as a counterpoint is you say people take it seriously people care about this and that but like I think that this is another game where you have wildly varying opinions about the game within the player base. Like you'll get a quote unquote sweaty player or two matched up with a memer or two. And, uh, and that's another thing that makes things so like wild. Like I think that when four really, really try hard, really like I care about optimal gameplay and winning efficiently. When you get those guys together, those are the guys that are responsible for those two games a day. I was talking about where the gens are finished before I can blink and the game is over, and I feel like, what happened? It's already done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's already done. Whereas, like, I think that the fact that there's kind of, like, a salt and pepper effect of, like, there being guys who really care about rank mixed in with guys who are like, dude, let's see how many chests I can get before the killer finds me. You know? And so, sure. that kind of, like, it, it really does, like, it's just such a muddy, like, there being no split between ranked and unranked really muddies up people's intents. Going into a game outside of like Survivor Friends teams, which like for instance, my group that I play with, we couldn't care less about pitching. We couldn't care less about pipping. Uh, we're out just having fun and like you know trying to get flashy and have fun. Uh, but you have yeah. some teams that do the whole Seal Team Six thing, where they're they're going to go in and they're going to They're going to make this guy a spirit main. After this game, we're yeah. making him a spirit main. You know, for sure. So we'll do that. again. Like Alex, I love this. I love your unique take on the ranks that you're saying things to me that i haven't heard and i've had this conversation as a full-time streamer and dead by daylight killer main i have had this talk about 1,484,659 times so it's really nice (laughs) to to get some fresh ideas and i would love to talk about it further but we're going to move away from our survey and into the dev stream because dan has promised us dan has promised us something very fun and exciting On the dev stream section. So, Dan, take it away.
1: Probably should have wrote that down. Nah, I did write that down. (laughs) Um, So, in the dev stream, they actually said the most popular perk for Survivor was... It was self-care. Hate to see it. They actually said that, dude. They actually said... They said borrowed time... And Adrenaline aren't used very much, but self-care is the most popular. Can you guys, can you guys give me a second? Survivor.
0: It's fucking embarrassing! You didn't hear it, but I just went to the stream deck. That's,
2: that's insane. Self-care. Self, self-care, dude. I mean, you can learn a lot about that. Think about it. Like, um, That shows how many people are probably solo queue players because the only person they can feel they can rely on is themselves. So who's going to get them healed when they're injured? But Alex, every team I face is a four-man survivor friend, Alex. <laughs> All right. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, because cause, like, to what just Dan said, you know, if they're not really using borrowed time, it's because they don't want to invest in their teammates.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that's 100%. Ooh, survivors
2: that... are the real killers, dude. Yeah, the real yeah. killers,
0: absolutely, in this game, <laughs> for sure.
2: I wonder, like, Tyler how... was self-care,
0: dude. I would really love to have the devs if there's one one not criticism, but one like if you're listening and you're you care at all what I think I would love to see more numbers on like what the average player base ranks like like what ranks the average player plays at. Because I I mean, even as a purple red rank, you know, floater, I do see a fair amount of, of self-care. Um, And again, like we're humans are weird and gamers are even weirder. And we have this whole this whole, this whole, whole thing where we only remember what we wanna remember, especially when we have a narrative that we want to continue to push. And so like the whole, every team's a four man, every team is optimized, every team is amazing, narrative hogs our brain. And then we forget about all those teams that we've jacked up that were running three out of four self-care. And there was a really funny moment that happened. I was watching a stream the other day, I won't name names here, but there was this, uh, there was a player, and he was talking about how if the reason why they nerfed Hex Ruin was because everybody was running it, look at this game. Four of these guys were running Decisive Strike. Decisive Strike should get nerfed next. And someone in their chat was like, "Yeah, four of them were also running Self Care, dude." And he yeah. just like, it, it, "I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say what happened after that. It doesn't matter what happened after that. The point <laughs> remains that like." Okay, yeah, bro, but like maybe false equivalents? Like just because they're all running DS, doesn't make DS like the be all end all. Um, self care is widely considered to be a killer perk at this point. I would say, you know, it's it's slowing games. If if, you're, if a dude is self caring through like Thana and Dying Light and Sloppy Butcher, bro, he's like at least a quarter of a killer perk at that point. Like the amount of time he's taken away from gens. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, again, I'm just, I'm off on a tangent now, but like my point being, um, I would love to see more. That that data is interesting that so many people are running self-care and a lot of people aren't running borrowed time. Um, but I would also like to see like, where are they plucking that number? Like what ranks are they plucking that number out of? Like what, I mean, can we get like what perks are mostly running? Purple red, for instance, would be a good. I think purple red is a good, a good. Source of like, what's the word? I mean, I'm I'm losing I'm losing my word here. It's a good sample size of like what perks are really getting run by survivors with a clue. You know,
2: True. and the thing is, as well, is that we don't know if that's from all consoles because though each each console's game of Dead by Daylight differs completely in True. terms of what killers are played. What the meta is like, how the killers function on those servers—all yep. of that—you is- can
0: get away with a lot more on, on other platforms, right? Like, against, yeah, against, like yeah. when you when you don't have like when you don't have a, a guy who's been playing nurse since two thousand sixteen or two thousand seventeen breathing down your neck, right? You can probably get away with a little bit more um, get- on a different platform.
2: Because you know we see so much, but we don't see all of it just because of the consoles. You know, True. but if anyone did, it'd be you, Doug, because you actually do play on other consoles.
0: I do, and I, again, like I want to have a whole episode about this at some point where I talk about a lot of misconceptions about console play, a lot of misconceptions about the talent level of console players. Because spoiler alert to all the uh, PC master race people, there are outstanding players on every plot on every platform, like. Some of the best survivors I've faced are Xbox survivors. And we literally talked about earlier how, like, we have a pretty even split within our communities of Xbox and Switch players. Okay. The Xbox community is tiny, but they are mighty. Okay. And, like, I think that, like, a lot of people kind of sleep on the console players. And there may be more talent out there than you think. Um, Devstream, though, let's, like, let's reel it back because we did it again. We got started talking about other stuff. The Devstream. Um, anything else? Pertinent. One thing that I was told, and you guys can confirm, I actually didn't watch the dev stream because I work for a living. <laughs> Just kidding. Huh. Um, no, but um, I was told that, yeah, I'm the worst at jokes. I was told that um, <laughs> that they're not going to be giving out any more information on the matchmaker um, because it's a lot of insider mumbo jumbo and, and basically like they know that it's an issue and they're going to keep working on it. Is that accurate what I said or
1: yes it is they said they're gonna work on it on the upcoming weeks and they didn't want to give uh much information on that
0: okay was there any other like
1: must must have must pass information that happened during the dev stream or was it mostly just uh i do believe they mentioned that they noticed people were running or killers were running for slowdown perks they didn't like that no, I guess I like, get, <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you being serious? He's like, I'm with Yo, you
1: hundred percent. They did mention that I forget their exact wording. Cause I, I was kind of you know, tired of the moment, but they did mention that they were killers were running for slowdown perks.
0: Well, from what I understand too, they did mention, I'm sorry, I left this out, but they mentioned that they were going to be looking at maybe looking at toolboxes in the future. Oh yeah. I'm literally like, and I'm weird. So don't, don't quote me. I'm not, I do not speak for the killer player base as a whole, but I'm of the mind, if they remove toolboxes, they could remove every slowdown perk from the game and I'd be fine with that. Like, And so I'm, I'm with the idea of them looking at toolboxes because toolboxes are basically responsible for the majority of games that I feel like end unreasonably fast. Like today, the two games that I mentioned, both of them involved varying degrees of commodious toolboxes with add-ons. Um, and so I like the concept of taking away some of the potential for games to get out of control in a hurry but if you take toolbox it's one of those things like you took ruin that's fine but like hopefully they're going to look into ways to to continue to, to have a healthy le- game length so if they're going to take toolboxes i'm all for that but if you think i'm going to face a forever freddy without toolboxes you're not going to do anything to slow down perks that's a problem
2: Okay. I'll be completely honest. When they when they changed Hex ruin. I was shocked that there were they didn't make any adjustments to either toolboxes or generator repair speed. Um, I I like just as, this is probably going to drive you crazy, but I'm going to quickly throw this in here so that we can talk about it another day. Um, a good friend of mine, QB, he brought up the idea of what if generators were repaired by pieces of the generators you would find on the map. So your mission when you got in. Was to, you could repair the generator normally at a slower rate, but you could find pieces of a generator and then bring it to a generator and it would, you know, repair like a huge chunk of the generator. That kind of
0: idea, while interesting, always scares me considering the RNG nature of maps and how, like, hey, trying to find those pieces on Haddonfield is probably not as big a
1: deal as trying to find those pieces on like
0: Sheltered Woods.
1: That could be a (laughs) nightmare because people couldn't even find Ruin for it, right? That's the reason why they got rid of Ruin because. The yeah. rng they just could never new players could just maybe it. May,
0: i love the idea like maybe as another game mode but
2: as a base game like well, mechanics what, what a new
0: play what happens to new players
2: you would still be able to work on the generator normally so if you uh, didn't want to like look, look around the map and find the pieces then you could just true work on it but
0: players. then as a but counter uh, the concept uh, uh,
2: the concept of it is so that people interact more with the map and the killer
0: I feel that, and then I think, again, the only reason, again, and the last thing I say on it, I'm not arguing with you. I do love the idea of extra objectives. The problem is when you put an extra objective in the game, it affects the game the same way for Forever Freddy as it does Perkless Clown. And so you're going to get into a situation where, like, slowing the game down or speeding the game, like giving survivors something to do naturally to naturally slow the game down, like, I guess, although, you know, I'm thinking out loud, like, if you're playing Forever Freddy, like, you know, screw the parts, we're just going to run these gens, but I don't know. This is definitely, again, Alex, just with the galaxy brain puking on us and making us, basically, we have to have a three-hour episode, and then uh, cancel all your appointments, boys. We're, we're dying down the,
2: we're batting down the hatches and talking all night, you know? This I is mean, just- when you... When you bring up the potential of removing toolboxes, that's kind of the road that you take, you know? Like I don't think so. I don't <laughs> agree. I don't agree
0: because if the toolboxes come out of the game and we adjust slowdown perks to be commensurate with the removal of toolboxes, like I'm not telling you, I'm not one of those guys, man. I'm not saying like, get rid of toolboxes, but let me run Dying Light, Thana, Sloppy Butcher, and Corrupt Intervention. And don't complain about it. You know, no. I mean, obviously, if you take toolboxes, toolboxes are the only way even an organized survival friends team can have a chance at a hardcore traditional forever. Freddy. Like I, I run, I'm, I'm toxic, not toxic. I don't like the word toxic, but I'm a very sweaty survivor because I don't have a lot of mechanical skill at it. And I run a lot of toolbox. I run Commodious. I run brand new part. I run socket swivels on my Commodious. I love getting sweaty on gens. And even like with Gen Sweat, even with Prove Thyself, even with an organized team in comms, Forever Freddy is like an insurmountable raid boss. So I mean, I'm if they're gonna if they're gonna change toolboxes, they need to also look at slowdown perks, is the only point I was trying to make. Like you that can't makes sense.
1: Honestly, that, that makes so much sense. I could see them getting rid of toolboxes now that Ruin is gone, it just makes so much sense.
0: Right. I mean maybe not get rid of toolboxes, but like top it out of like in the slightly moderately range with you know add-on. I mean they've done this with other with other stuff. Like the add-ons can can be more shaded towards, you know, maybe longevity or like saboing traps or hooks instead of like adding a ton of repair speed or a ton of charges to the toolbox. Uh, but again it's got to be tit for tat because if you're taking the toolboxes away, but you're leaving the three or four slowdown perks untouched, I mean, maybe leave the I mean, maybe leave the the slowdown perks in, and this is literally off the top of my head, and I'm gonna get skewered in the in the comments or skewered in the emails about this, but maybe leave the toolboxes in, and they they ignore slowdown perks. So when using a toolbox, it ignores any slowdown perks on the gen. But like, uh, I, I, yeah, smart.
2: I just. I just think that very, very small increments left or right with adjusting generator repair speed. I think that's that's where you would where you would want to start first because I mean, you could easily just okay, we we turned it too too little or too far that way. Let's just send it back to where it was and then see know, how I it know. goes for like that for like a week or two.
0: Adjusting gen speeds, man. It just makes me survivors have been beaten down
1: <laughs> with, with,
0: with with balance sure. changes and i feel like if you're just like hey survivors good news <laughs> we're just gonna make the well, gens take an extra 20 seconds or 10 seconds survivor, keep this
1: in mind. It's like they're not ready for all this yet like they're they, i think in a few maybe like in a year or two they might be but the average survivor can't handle gens being harder or
2: another objective but this is the thing this, and this is very important no farmers no food no killers no lobbies
0: yeah, but Maybe. I don't think I don't think a lot of killers are leaving like people think they are.
2: Oh, definitely not.
1: Yeah, definitely not.
0: I mean, people killers are just slugging and running for slowdown perks right now. That's what I see.
1: 100%, they, they will just. I think they're either going to just. I think they'll just gravitate towards the top five, right? Because they they can't play Trapper because of ruin has gone. They're either going to stop playing that guy or just go to top five, right? Like they'll just they'll work around it. True. Again,
0: and it's okay for us to to disagree. I think um, just on the surface level, because I think we we all agree that the game's going in the right direction. Um, it sounds like if they 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 reworked ruin, which I think the three of us were all overwhelmingly in favor of the ruin mm-hmm. rework, and so now they're talking about they're hinting at toolbox changes. Um, I think that like they're going in the right direction. They're saying like we need to make adjustments to the pacing of the game. We need to make things. Less random, more controlled. Ruin was random. Now it's a little bit more controlled. Um, they'll get their data. Survivors or killers will take their lumps for a little while in the early game, but they're getting rewarded with more Gatekeeper Emblem points. So if they care about ranks, they'll do better. They'll be okay. Um, again, for me, it's a buff Like based on my playstyle. style. Um, yeah, I think that we can all agree at the minimum, Like, while we might have disagreements in the future coursing, uh, the current course feels pretty good
1: yeah definitely a good direction
0: okay cool so that was the dev stream anything else any burning any burning subjects out of the dev stream or are we good
1: no
2: Uh, they just i I felt like they really talked about like the death of hex rune there were a lot of questions about like i'm surprised they even talked about hex rune still uh the time that i did get to watch the the q a but no there wasn't anything over the top from what i saw or heard Cool, cool, yeah, cool.
1: No, nothing stood out to me except for the self care thing. That still blows my. It's gonna blow my mind for the next week. I feel like I'll never stop. I mean, about. honestly,
0: now now that I know everybody's running that, I'm probably gonna start running it. So.
1: I feel like, it, it, am I obligated to run Sloppy and Thana to, like, teach them to stop
2: dude? Yeah,
0: yeah, teach them, teach them a tough lesson, Uncle Dan.
1: Yeah,
2: but do you want dude. them to stop at that point? I think at that rate, you're kind of hoping they run it. Dude, if they self-care, though, uh, uh, in
1: Sloppy and Thana, that's just in. I, I must heal myself 50 seconds. It's time, dude. God, <laughs> Insane.
0: That's insane, yeah. I can't even. Like I said, I mean, I, I made the joke earlier. I'll say it again. Like, I feel like self-care is like a fifth killer
1: perk hundred percent, hundred percent helps so much for the killer.
0: So we got questions though. This is what happens when you're a real life professional podcaster. People will email you with their burning questions. And so um, our first question is from Daniel. Are you guys ready for this question from Daniel? Let's do it. Daniel seems very handsome. Um, I've been waiting for a DVD podcast. I've seen the other ones, but they stopped posting. And to see a new one is always great. No, it didn't just end with, with praise and compliments, sorry. I would love some tips and trips, tricks <coughs> tips and tricks for both survivor and killer. I've been playing the game for a while, but recently I've been focusing on actually trying to rank up. Um, maybe, Dan, you're, you and I are challenging each other in the Running Dan Grand Slam next week to see who can rank up the fastest as survivor. Uh, maybe you can take how,
1: uh, the tips and trips, tips and tricks for ranking up as a survivor. I feel like the easiest thing you can do to rank up as a survivor, like I I, 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 do believe Iron Will is the strongest survivor perk in the game. Will I be using it in the competition? Probably not, but I think just Iron Will in itself, having the option to break line of sight and just run some other direction, like. Okay. So a lot of killers will assume you're going to still stay in the loop. So when you break line of sight and run away, that's just, I mean, it'll make your survival. like You'll just be twice as good as survivors. What I'm trying to say by so, running so that basically
0: you're saying like, even if you're kind of newer, or even if you're kind of like getting used to the game, like learning to utilize, um, having no, no injured audio is, is going to really help you with ranking up hundred percent. Nice. Okay. So that's uh tip number one from Dan. Uh, Alex, do you have any any further? If you're trying to rank up as a survivor, what are your what are your hot tips
2: and tricks to continually pip uh, as you're coming up through the ranks? Um, I would say this is gonna sound kind of lame, but just have fun because when you're having fun, your mindset is just you're open to trying new things and experimenting and going with the flow. And if you have a bad game, you're like, hey, whatever, I'm just doing my thing. Move on to the next game and. You end up ranking up that way just because you're not even really consciously aware of the rank itself. You're more focused on just enjoying the moment. And I think that's the most important thing about gaming. And your rank will naturally just grow with that.
0: Alex, you're like an art teacher. You're like an art teacher giving a pep talk (laughs) to like a troubled student. Like, hey, man, just enjoy it, man. Take the ride, bro. I love it. It's true. No, I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying. This is what I tell people that come into the channel and they're like, what do I do? Do I run this perk? Do I run this killer? I'm like, dude, literally just have fun. Play a video game. Like, you'll start to get comfortable. You'll start to get... Anybody can get any... And we'll all cover killer here in a minute. We'll talk about it. But anybody can play any killer to any rank if they're enjoying themselves. And they're really yes. having fun and they learn it inside and out. Like, this game is not that technically... There's no, like... This is not League of Legends where, like, you're only going to have, like, however many Grand Master players that are out there. Like, this game, like, basically anyone with enough time and enough repetition can get to the top tier, can get to the highest rank achievable within our game. Um, I've, I can prove it because I've literally done it and I'm not that great. I'm, an, I'm a mediocre. I consider myself mid to upper mid tier as a player in general. So just have fun, enjoy yourself. What I would say, as far as a survivor's a survivor is concerned, is do the things your team's not. So you can usually sense through the first few minutes of a trial whether your team is like bombing unhooks or whether your team is like running gens or whether your team is just running headfirst into chainsaws. And if your team seems like they're not doing gens, maybe focus up on gens a little bit. If your team seems like they're neglecting to make saves like go for the save like you got to look at the emblems and you get a little bit of everything to pip right like you do do some gens do some saves do some heals do some runs like you don't i don't know you got to try and be like more well rounded like yep. I, I i don't try to play flashy but like also don't try to play completely immersed i think like you'll be better off if you just like alex said it's like a combination of three run iron will so you can't get tracked have a good time And while having a good time, try to be a five tool player. And if you do all those things, the the ranks will come as a survivor. As a killer go ahead. Go ahead, Alex.
2: Oh, I was gonna say it's the journey, not the destination.
0: True. And then as a killer, um, the first ten to twelve ranks are gonna come real easy. Like it's a nightmare. For survivors in the brown and green ranks like killers are very very dominant once you get into purple reds you'll start seeing a little bit more resistance um i don't know like the the style of the style of dead by daylight like i'm sorry ranking up in dead by daylight as a killer does lean a lot on getting four kills so you're gonna have to try in my experience you have to tailor your playstyle to pip as a killer in the purple red ranks a lot more than you have to tailor your, your playstyle as survivor. Like, can we agree on that? Like, the majority of the time, like, you can pip up with your playstyle, including
1: survivor. 100%. Yeah. I, th- I think I can get to like rank five to four as survivor without really like trying and just running around and just get pips. I feel like. Right.
0: But as a killer, once you start getting in that purple rank, you need to put a little bit more emphasis on, I mean, healthy slugging is important in the mid-late game, um, focusing in, like, I don't want to tell you what the best way to pip is a killer because it's really nasty. <laughs> it's a nasty play <laughs> style and not one that I like and one that I'd like to see them phase away. So for the time being, what I would tell you as a killer, if you really want to pip up, uh, play Freddy. Play Freddy Freddy Krueger and get really comfortable playing Freddy. Uh, but don't run for slowdown perks or else you will probably, you, I don't want to tell you what will happen to your soul But it won't be a good thing if you run four slowdowns on Freddy. Um, Play Freddy. Play some spirit. um, Play Legion. Like I'm not only going to tell you to play like the top five because Legion basically gets iridescent emblems in two categories. Like just for existing on the map. (laughs) So if you play Legion and you have a semblance of uh, understanding of the pacing of a game – you should be able to pip very easily as Legion up into the purple red ranks, and then at red ranks, it's just getting comfortable on the killer. One of the killers that hang, one of the killer maids that hangs out on my channel, Hardcore, he is like one of the better players that I've like seen in this game. He plays Legion almost exclusively, and he pips two pips his way to rank one every reset easily. Is that about because, a Huey, maybe? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw names out here because I haven't.
2: Okay. Yeah, Dan, what are you doing, man? Stop no, right. Hue- Huey plays Huey- – Huey's actually Huey-
0: – I'll talk about Huey because Huey and I, like, we're boys like that. But Huey plays more Legion. I, I looked at those, like, the the stats that we pulled up, the-, the DVD stats, the page. And Huey's got, like, by far and away the most, like, Legion stats on that list. Like, that dude plays Legion like crazy. Oh, uh, he, like just, he never thing.
1: stops. He's the only Legion, pretty much.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, and that's the thing. Legion is widely considered one of the bottom – one to three killers in the game and he also tends to be one that when you
2: get comfortable on him is easy to pip with so um again i think um i think one of the things when you're learning to play killer and you want to rank up is that no matter what killer that it is that you're playing understand that whether you you know do exceedingly well or you do extremely bad that what killer you're playing has a huge impact on how that's going to go so if you love the Wraith and you're having a harder time ranking up, it might not be your skill that's the issue. It it, it could be just the fact that, you know, the Wraith is a harder killer to really rank up with towards the end because he's, his ability just isn't like, you know, the Huntress or Billy or your Spirit or Nurse. It's no. just, it's harder.
0: I would say that your average purple rank Wraith main is far and away a better technical player than your average red rank Freddy main. Because Freddy can, can just make mistake after mistake after mistake and still pip up. Um, whereas yeah, so with, with yeah. Rage, if you make mistakes, you're, you're really hurting yourself.
2: Yeah, I guess just my point is try not to be so hard on yourself. And understand what killer it is that you're playing and, and learn and continue to adapt and try all the killers. Thank you, Art really, really Teacher learn. Dids.
0: Art Teacher Dids is just like, just chase your dreams. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Just chase them. But honestly, joking aside, like I'm in the same boat. Whenever somebody comes into the channel and they're like, I'm new. What killer should I play? I say, try them all and pick the one you Mm -hmm. like the most. Ignore the meta. Ignore what everybody says and just play the one you have fun playing. You'll get good. You'll learn. You'll take your lumps. Maybe someday you'll be the hard stuck at rank five and be like, you know what? Fudge it. I'm playing Freddy. But for now, just play the one you have fun with and you'll probably, I mean, I play every killer in the game and I maintain a solid rank five, rank four. Um, and I'm like, about to. I don't want to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. But here at the next rank reset, I'm going to be doing a um, a clown only to rank one push.
2: Yeah, to, dude. See, yeah. I was about to say clown. is like my, my guy. I got to rank five with them just because I didn't really love playing them. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to illustrate how a guy like me with medium to above average technical skills is going to be able to consistently pip in the purple and red ranks playing who is widely concerned to be the worst killer in the game? Um, yep. Just because I love the killer and I understand the game and I understand how the the emblems work and I don't think it's going to be really that much of a challenge. The three times that I've tested my build on stream, I have two pips. So I'm looking forward to it. But I mean, again, that's not for a couple of weeks. Let's not focus on me. Let's move on to the yep. next question. So with Oni's fix... Oh, sorry. Marcy Playground asks, with the Oni's flick fixed and the Doctor's massive improvement. Who would you guys like to see reworked next? N- rework next. Oh, also there's... Clown.
2: Whoa, ouch. Dance this Clown. I'll also uh, Echo with Clown. For me, I would say mm, probably Trapper. That's fair, Right? Uh, maybe he has Trapper in the name, though. I don't know. Like, how, what Look, do you the, do? the problem, I think, I think his add-ons are lackluster. Uh, I think the trap and the add-ons. There's a weird mix that the the dependency on certain add-ons for Trapper make them feel lackluster. They could give him more traps, more unique traps. They could give him like a tripwire, and that could have like a different effect. Just there, I mean, he's he's the face of Dead by Daylight, and he's also the guy that steps into his own trap and makes me laugh out loud <laughs> every time he does it near me because he just right. goes and then there's just like no other killer i almost did that earlier god how embarrassing yeah yeah it's like the most like oh you little goofball what are you doing you're stepping in your own traps
1: i feel
0: attacked i do that all the time um all right so clown clown trapper i can't disagree with trapper needing some love i don't think the trapper needs a full rework though i think he's like a couple of base ability adjustments up away from being pretty good. Make the traps a little hard. Yeah. Make the traps a little harder to see and make him start with a few more traps and he goes from like bottom of the bottom of the bottom tier to like or to, he goes from the bottom tier to like middle of the pack to me. Um, I think Clown needs a lot more help than just like two tweaks to be really serviceable. I also think and then and and we won't stay on this subject too too long cuz we're running out of time, but I do think that like the blur effect on the screen needs to go, like, yesterday with the clown. Like, all it does... I don't ever have trouble playing versus the clown because of the blur effect, but I do get, like, a mild headache. And I know there's certain people... Certain people who literally can't even play against it because it literally, like, triggers their, like, migraines and they can't do it. So, I think that transitioning to, like, maybe a pink border-esque type thing like the plague has, and then some sort of, like, baseline improvement to the entire kit would be really nice. Um, And that'd be kind of like how I always push like give and take, like give a little something, but take a little something. So, so, you know, for survivors, like we're going to have an improved clown, but you're not going to get a migraine and throw up when you play against them.
2: Yeah. Like your take, how you feel about the trapper is how I feel as if they did something with the clown. I think. Oh Yeah. I feel very similarly. Yeah, yeah. Really? You think he's just
0: a couple of mm-hmm. takes away from being viable? Well,
2: I don't know about that, dude. He's like the worst. I feel like he's like the literal worst. I think if you gave him more starting bottles, like uh, he only has four. I mean, literally, if you compare it to Huntress, Huntress has five projectiles to start with that reloads. And hers do damage. Relatively in the... Yeah, ex- that's, yeah, exactly. Like, like, some a lot of the clown's add ons are almost like there's no point in even running them. Like, it, it's, they're just, they're off the mark. True. And they never looked at it again. True. We like, could do a whole... Can, go ahead. You can, like, fire your bottles faster. Like, no one no one cares about that. Like, you can, you can move faster while reloading is one of the add-ons. Like, what? why? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's we, just a lot of... Yeah, it's just... Ugh.
0: We could do a whole episode on reworking the clown as well. So, I mean, obviously, we're coming up with all kinds of good future content. But I guess the votes would be um, clown, clown, trapper. I feel like we all agree there are merits on both. So... Yes, um, absolutely, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like based on the rumblings and bumblings and stumblings we've been getting, that like Leatherface seems like he's close to getting something. I predict Leatherface will be the next killer, really. Really,
1: at. that's kind of great. Really, I, I and be it,
0: only because of the the devs like hinting, not because I, I actually think Leatherface is one of the more underrated killers in the game. Well, that's another episode talk right there as well, but um i think that he's gonna get looked at i think billy add-ons i think billy and leatherface add-ons are gonna get looked at in the next patch that's my prediction uh january 23rd 2020 my prediction the next chapter patch which was the, with the release of the new killer um will also feature reworks of uh leatherface and Hillbilly's add-ons wow that's, that's my loaded. prediction. that's my prediction um the second part of marcy playground's question was for dan specifically alternative question for dan one survivor made to another. Do you think it's time to start reworking survivors to give them unique u- abilities? I feel other than the skin of the character you're playing as, plus how loud they with injured, there's really no substance. Dan,
1: thoughts? I feel like a small buff to each survivor to just make them feel like a little bit more like I like I'm doing something a little more of them. Like, I don't know, like Ace has like a an additional five percent to find a uh upgraded item in the chest, maybe, or Nia has something, I don't know, she's a a little bit like quieter by like two per like you know, like, like like small but it doesn't have to be huge but i can see that being a thing just to make it feel like more like you're meaning the survivor because of their lore but like also the percentage they might get more of like this is my survivor this is what i mean i can i think that'd be really good
0: gotcha you know honestly like my snap reaction to reading that question was absolutely not because in the min-max world of gaming in 2020, like as soon as they figure out who the best survivor is, that's all anybody's going to play. But if it was such a slight change, such a slight thing as like a 5% chance of this and a 6% chance of that, like, you know, I'm all for it. If it makes people feel like more connected to their survivor, I mean, I don't see a problem with that. If it's, I mean, you're talking something as minor as like the increase in add-ons in the Blood web for Prestige, right? Like Correct. 3% yeah i don't i don't hate that idea alex do you have any thoughts i mean i know she asked dan
2: but uh, you're important too did, man yeah no i see how it is marcy you don't even include me in the question uh, <laughs> i think i think each survivor's three exclude or you know their three perks that pertain to them would get have a little more of a boost I
0: oh think that would be that's brilliant though
2: like if you run yeah.
0: like if you run sprint burst on Meg, it's got like a 10 second lower exhaustion cooldown or something yeah
2: Mm-hmm. something like that I that's
0: such a play. neat idea boom fuck oh, Dan. Dan bro <laughs> I mean I don't want to say I want to replace you with Alex but like he's making a pretty good case
1: I, I saw this coming actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never should have let him on the show Dan said to Wishbone as they were locked out of the house Wishbone by the way is Dan's cat if you guys are new to the channel Wishbone is oh, uh, Dan's cat and also the podcast manager so make True. sure when you email questions, you need to make sure you say something nice about wishbone or your question probably won't make the show. Okay. So that's all the questions we got in email. Um, we got 15 questions on the survey, which is like actually nuts. And we don't have time for that. Um, do you guys think we have time to take a couple questions or are we, you guys thinking we're it's about time to start wrapping? What do you guys think? I
1: would like a few questions. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Take, yeah. 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 A little, what do we Let's got? do a what few do we questions. Got?
0: Right, Question number one. Is VPNs versus dedicated servers?
1: Oh my god, that's like the best question ever, I feel like.
0: Okay, well Dan, you're excited. Let's hear your let's hear I, your
1: thoughts, bud. If you're using a VPN and you play killer and you're doing it like so say you're I don't know, you're like from Australia, right? And you're coming like you're using your VPN to play on NA, honestly, you should probably be banned for that because that, that it's insane. It's insane.
0: Yeah, the B word is a is apparently a trigger word I found. Um, with a lot of gamers, yeah, people don't like using the B word, but I will say that in my extensive experience playing evenings, nine out of ten times that I'm playing a game and I'm like, What the hell is going on with this killer? How is he teleporting? How is he hitting me on the other side of the pallet when the pallet's down? Nine out of ten times, that person is on a private profile or is on a profile that identifies in another country and they're using a VPN most likely. I assume using a VPN to play on NA servers. I just uh, uh, it's it's gross. It's gross. And like I'm a killer player, so I don't think a VPN survivor really affects me very much because they're kind of the ones that are taking the brunt of the of the ping delay, right? But as a survivor player dealing with a VPN killer like I I get and I don't want to get too specific here. But there are killer players on social media complaining about dedicated servers that actively use a VPN to play on NA servers, and they and they are not NA killers. And that to me is like like how dare you almost right? Like you're literally playing on a server you're you're not equipped to have a good connection with,
1: and then complaining that the servers have a problem. Like I don't, I don't know man, um, I don't know. That's crazy. I, I know a um I know a person that did uh he kind of did test it out where he was using a vpn and it was very bad the hits are very bad i'll show you uh some of that later actually okay it's like I, it's, it's pretty much confirmed like the, these hits were like it didn't make any sense like he would he was slapping the survivor the survivor was clearly like a foot away and it was still hitting him wild man
0: alex do you have any thoughts on vpns versus dedicated servers
2: uh- it's it's bad. Uh, I mean, if you're doing it, you pretty much know why you're doing it. Like, it's just not cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, not. I, it's an unfair advantage. And yeah, again, like last thing I'll say, shame on you if you complain about dedicated servers and use of APN, shame on you because you have influence. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, how do you keep the game engaging for survivors without making winning impossible? Ask the question again. How do you make? How do you keep the game engaging for survivors? Without making winning impossible?
1: Well, I, don't,
0: I mean, it depends
2: on your definition of winning. I feel like, no? Yeah, I, the yeah. question, I don't want to
0: skip any questions because I feel like every question should get attention, but I don't really understand the question very much. How do you keep the game engaging for survivors without making winning impossible? I mean, I feel like maybe what they're trying to say is like, how do you add new objectives without making it impossible? Um, which, again, I think Alex kind of touched on earlier in the podcast. Like, you give them. Secondary objectives that aren't required, so it's like an optional thing, maybe for more points or maybe for more, you know, more efficient generator repair if you do it. But otherwise, um, I feel like the game's already engaging for survivors and not really impossible unless they're playing forever. Freddy, in which case the game is impossible, and you should probably just wait for the next one.
2: I mean, for me, for a long time, winning in D B D was just like I would run plunders and Ace, and I would just run around looting and like if I got out of the game with, like, a purple flashlight with a nice add-on, I'm like, I'm actually, like, making money off this. Easy dubs,
0: boys. Easy dubs.
2: Because it's, like, you know, it's, like, close to 10K blood points with item and add-ons attached. So, I'm like, it's, like, you know, my blood web's in-game. So, like, for me, it wasn't about, yeah. I never thought of it that way either, dude. Like, you're nuts. Dude, yeah, I am. (laughs) All right. I tried to change
0: it up. The next question. Please revert. Yep. Please revert the Swift rank thing. <laughs> Is the question
1: no, that would help so much? That would help a <laughs> lot. If they just
2: reverted. <laughs> yeah, that's the question.
0: Please revert the Swift rank thing. Not a question. Yeah, but just I thing. don't know. I don't disagree that reverting the Swift rank thing may alleviate some of our queue problems. Uh, DCs being a big problem in the game. Not a question statement. Uh, we will do an episode on DCs within the next two to three weeks i'm sure um as the conversation starts to shift away from the patch and starts to shift away from current hot topics uh dcs are always going to be a thing i've seen a ton of dcs um the next question
1: dan's height Mm. Mm. to answer that question is i don't give too much information about myself i am looking to do a Probably TwitchCon later this year, depending on how things go, or maybe even a, a little meetup. And I feel like until then, it's gonna have to be a mystery.
0: Dan saying, "Why don't you pony up some bucks for a trip if you want to see how tall I am?" That's that's what I'm interpreting from the answer.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh, I'm six foot Ooh, three. If anybody's curious?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: gonna tell. Then one of the Miggums.
1: Who
0: are these people? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. They don't they don't actually identify themselves in the questions for the from the survey. These are anonymous questions. It's actually really funny and really that's good content. Really and that's why I'm like stoked. We're going over. We're going way over on time, but this is really funny, so I'm enjoying it.
1: Really funny. Um, oh,
0: this is good. This is good. Depending on the time of day, killer queues will be really fast while survivors are slow, and vice versa. However, I've seen it where both sides are having terrible cue times simultaneously. Some days we'll wait. Three to five minutes. Others can be six to ten minutes. Not so wait, a qu- is
2: this is this person playing killer and survivor at the same time? How do they know if they're both bad? Simultaneously? I no, like I swapped. I did this the other day.
0: I, I mean, to be honest, to be fair, to be fair, the other day on stream, I was sitting in a killer queue for almost ten minutes. I was like, this is stupid. I'm switching to survivor. Switch to survivor. Six minutes later, I got a game. So both sides were experiencing substantial slowdown. Not a question. More, I feel like, relative to a conversation we've had. And like I said, we're going to continue to pound the survey, um, spread it around to as many communities as we can. If you're listening and you're a streamer and you'd like to get a hold of the survey and use the survey in your community to help us get more accurate numbers, please email me at into the fog podcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Twitch, Discord, uh, MySpace. Or you can also put out a smoke signal between the hours of 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll be looking. Okay. Um, The next question. Amanda is the best killer.
2: Man, you guys got to work on the question. Is it the Uh, pig one? That's the pig, right?
0: That's the pig one. (laughs) Yes, Dan. That is the pig one. Okay. I think I know who that was in their band. Uh, The next question. Pog. I do
1: too, actually. Go on. Pog Dog. Okay. This I one is the best. I'm going to give that one the best question. I feel like that's the no, the question. next
0: one's better. Dan, Dan's handsome yet firm muscles and parenting skills. Also, please speculate about how behavior reworking maps to all have destructible walls for the next killer will affect the game. Um, I'm going to set a standard for the podcast. Now we're not going to talk in depth about leaks. Do you guys? I mean, I think Dan, I think you'll agree that we don't really want to talk about things that aren't. We can we can talk about things hypothetically. But I'm not a big fan of discussing leaks because leaks tend to not be the same thing once they're actually like a reality. So, yes, I am aware that destructible walls is a leak that people have been talking about for a long time. And I will respond with a hefty no comment. But as this is a open forum in a conversational style, Dan, Alex, you're both welcome to comment on this if you care to.
2: Um, yeah, so I didn't know about that at all until just now. So D colon, D colon. Okay. That's what I had to say. D colon.
1: Destructible walls, though. Like I didn't. I, see, I don't. I <laughs> Are you guys under a rock?
0: Myself? Like you guys don't. You guys don't get on Twitter ever. Like I, you I don't look at leaks ever. Good. Good. It's a really bad practice to look at. Very, leaks.
1: very wholesome. By the way, I want to be surprised.
0: Dan's handsome yet firm muscles and parenting skills was the first part of that. And by wholesome. the way, it's actually. I feel like Dan's handsome yet firm muscles and parenting skills is more of a leak than the
1: breaking walls. But, um, I feel like Dead Edge might have put that one I feel like, dude. I
0: believe your son Your son seems sounds like something your son would say. True. Instead of making new cosmetics and releasing new killers they should address as much of the bugs as possible. I haven't played in almost a month due to bugs and it just being the same thing every time. Um, this is not a question again but a good opportunity for us to remind for the 69 millionth time that the art team and the balance team are separate teams. They're mutually exclusive so making new cosmetics is not taking away from balance um so i feel like striking the cosmetics from the conversation saying instead of releasing new killers they should address as much of the bugs as possible um do we wanna do we even want to go down that road right now or do we want to just skip
2: i i think you addressed it perfectly is that like another episode, I feel like? is, that like, is Yeah, we, we could, that
0: could do an episode centered around instead of releasing new content, they should just butt, batten the hatches down and fix bugs. But um, I don't think we can get into that right this minute. And the, I mean, cosmetics and, and balance are mutually, completely mutually exclusive. They don't have any impact on each other whatsoever. So when you say that, you don't sound great.
1: That's <laughs> all I'm going to say.
0: I love you. Whoever whoever you are, are, I love you.
1: They take care of it.
0: Whoever you are, I love you. But they're not not like taken away from QA so they can release a new cosmetic. They're totally different teams. Uh, The population problem of killers is not a question, but it's a statement and one that I would say, could you please cite to me what the percentage of killers relative to the percentage of survivors by rank is? And if you can't, then you don't know that there's a population problem. So we should probably wait for more information. Cool. Everybody agree? Yep. yep. Cool. Next, maybe discuss the popular mentalities of the community. Survivors versus killers, hating on the devs, etc. Um again, these like sound like really good like episode subjects because mentality could take an entire hour podcast, I think. Um mm-hmm. survivors versus killers is prevalent and gross, but we covered this on the podcast earlier, like very gross. Playing both sides helps you to get away from that gross mindset. Hating on the devs? I mean, yeah, I I feel like, again, if you listen to the last hour and 40 minutes, you know that we've got a lot of respect for these developers and we've got a lot of respect for what they're doing, just blindly hating on the devs because of failures in areas that you have like no direct understanding of, like kind of not healthy for the game and for you as a person. Um, But I think that popular mentalities is a really good subject and one that we'll use for an episode centerpiece in the future. Um, Can every perk be useful? Rapid fire question. Can every perk be useful? Running Man says
1: yes. Dan? Like in its current state right now? Yes. Can every perk be useful? Yes or no? Technically, I would say mm, I'm trying to think of a very bad one, dude. I mean, it's very subjective, but technically, yes. Yes. Okay.
0: And I, I expect that from the camaraderie, I to say yes.
2: Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, you
2: no, really I'll, can't. Like, what do you expect?
0: Kidding aside, though, I mean, I, I, I like to name drop my friends. And Steven Strife is another really good example of a dude who's out there, like, building himself for entire seasons around perks that people consider to be, like, the worst perk in the game. He's a Medal of Man guy. Guy's been making Medal of Man work for quite some time. Um, if you really invest in a perk, you can make a perk useful. You can play the game that way. And when you think outside the box like that, maybe you find fun that you didn't normally have when you just ran the big four, right? So Mm -hmm. I would say awesome. Not a question. Awesome statement. Or Wait, it it literally is a question though. Awesome question. Yes, every perk can be useful. And maybe in the future we can highlight specific perks that people think are useless and we can talk about ways to make them useful. Maybe we'll bring Alex on, put him under a hot lamp Mm -hmm. and make him explain why camaraderie is useful.
1: I would love to (laughs) I don't think you can do that. I don't think that's, that's, okay,
0: that. why is clown the best killer? Uh, my answer: he's not.
1: Dan, wait,
2: that's a question. He's cool. horrible.
1: I, he's wh- he's he is the worst for sure. He's the worst killer. Bottom of the barrel. What? He needs a rework.
2: Alex, Ouch.
0: Alex, why is the clown the best killer?
2: Is this really a question? Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. A question submitted today at seven thirty one Pacific Standard Time. Or no, not Pacific Standard. It must be. Like French time or something. I don't know. My mod's uh, French. <laughs>
2: probably. Actually, the answer is because he has VHS porn as an add-on. I mean, come on. Solid,
0: solid response. And finally, you're
2: welcome.
0: The final, not a state, not a question, but a statement. I'm tired of these motherfucking cues in this motherfucking game. Fair,
1: <laughs> <laughs> honestly, fair. I don't fair, fair. Sounds you're like sounds like statement.
0: a frustrated Survivor Friends player if I've ever seen one. So. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all of the uh, the viewer driven content, the questions, the statements. We had some good laughs. Um, I appreciate I appreciate Dan for being a good friend, a great content creator, and an outstanding podcast partner. I appreciate Alex for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Also a great friend, also a great yeah. content creator. This is the part of the of the stream where we put Alex on the spot and say, Alex. Talk about yourself, dude. Why, why are you even here?
2: What do you do? Okay. So I am the host of Hearth by Daylight, which is a group of streamers from the DVD community who play Survive with Friends every Saturday on Twitch.tv, Heroes Hearth. Uh, we start at 6 p.m. CT. And just recently, we've had a huge breakthrough. Instead of just my perspective that we capture now, we can actually um, switch between every one of our streamers that are on board. And so now we capture every perspective. So you always see the exact action. And um with me being host of Hearth by Daylight, I'm also the Dead by Daylight content coordinator for Heroes Hearth. So I create, you know, additional shows and further down the line we're gonna do gonna we're gonna be doing tournaments, excuse me. And um we also have the Dan show going on now. So we got content. Best show I've ever for the link. It is. <laughs> yeah, like I
0: said, I, I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I've known Alex for a long time. Um, and I'm very happy that we were able to reconnect in Dead by Daylight, both of us having a passion for content. Absolutely. Al- Alex makes incredible content. He's an incredible person, like I said. Um, his his information will be readily available in the podcast description, his socials, Twitter, uh, Instagram, his OnlyFans, which... Uh, oh, Yeah. Trust me when I say <laughs> worth the price of admission boys <laughs> no but like all, all joking aside um he's been he's been really really active in Heroes Heart. I mean he reached out to me well before you guys ever heard of him in my channel well before I ever talked about him um, and, and talked about hurt by daily he reached out to me uh, just inquiring about any interest in like future tournaments and whatnot like he's very passionate about our community um, he's a very a very very impactful and incredible member of our community and uh, we were both Dan and I were both the first name that came to mind when we thought who we like to have as the first guest, the inaugural guest on Into the Fog. Alex's name was the first name out of both of our mouths. He guys incredible. Like I said, his his links, his socials will be in the in the description. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Twitch. Follow Heroes Hearth and Hearth by Daylight on Twitch because that's weekly content and outstanding content and plus like once in a while dan and i are on it dan's got his own show because he's apparently got more swagger than i do but once in a while they they really get to the bottom of the barrel and they're like hey running man you want to come be on hurt by daylight and it's an amazing time it's an amazing time i've made some great friends um along the way um that's it for the show unless anybody's got any like last second burning stuff i think we're wrapped up
2: i just wanted to say thank you for having me and i'm honored that um i could be the first guest like that mean that means a lot that you thought of me that way, so thank you both for having me. Hundred percent. You you came to mind first. I know everybody else were like, "Yo, Alex for sure." Thank yeah,
0: you. Never a second thought. All right. So again, um, my socials, Alex socials, Dan socials will be in the description. You can see if you're watching the video, you've got our Twitch Twitch uh, links there. If you're not watching the video. Um, Hurry your way over and follow the channels. Um, we love the game, we love content, we love the podcast. This is set this is the second episode, episode one. I like mind games of Into the Fog. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I cannot wait to see you next week. Uh, the last thing I'll say is when we sat together, we got in the bullpen before the, the podcast, and we're like, we're gonna try and keep it to around an hour. Uh and the runtime is now at an hour and 46 minutes. So um that's how Boom. you know that's how you know that a conversation
1: was good, right? Absolutely. Yeah, 100 percent All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. I love you.